The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. I was lived in Deal, and I went to school in Lakewood. So we had a van or a bus of kids, community kids, who all went to school with us together in Lakewood. Half hour drive each way. We would have fun on the bus. We would talk on the bus. We were all sports fans. We would talk about So we had a great time on the bus. And we'd get to Lakewood and we'd go to school with a whole bunch of Lakewood Ashkenazi kids. Good. So, eighth grade, I was a really good student and a pretty popular kid. And pretty popular on the van and on the bus. One day, about two months before the end of the school year, in April, remember this is before cell phones or text messaging or anything like that, I find a little note on my Gemara. Joey, be careful when you get on the van. I don't know what's going on. I get another note on my Gemara another hour later. Joey, we hate you. I don't know what they're talking about. I have no idea what they're talking about. I'll remember that day like it was yesterday. I get another note. Joey, I'm just warning you. Be careful. I'm shaking. I'm an 8th grade kid. Sensitive, simple, nice, 8th grade kid. I get onto the van, and none of the boys are sitting in my seat. It's a long seat. None of the boys are sitting in my seat. They're all sitting in the seats in front of me. They're all filled up the seats in front of me. There's only the back seat left, and there's no one sitting in that seat. So I'm sitting there by myself. I said, tell them, guys, like, what's going on? What's going on? No one says a word. They just ignore me. Guys, what's going on? They just ignore me. I get home. You're already crying for me. I start hysterical crying. Hysterical, hysterical crying. I start calling. These are my good friends. I start calling one at a time. Like, guys, what happened? Well, one time when you were by, we were by your house, you were you acted uh, you, big shot, and you didn't. Another guy called another one. What happened? And he says, "Well, you know, we all decided that we don't like you anymore." All of them together. I remember the day. I remember the night. My parents didn't live on one court yet. They still lived on Dwight Drive. I still remember going upstairs to my room and crying in my bed and going to sleep that night. I will never, ever, ever, ever forget that day. What had happened is that there was a new boy who joined the school, a Syrian boy who joined the school that year, who I guess was a pretty good student and pretty popular in his old school, but not quite as much in his new school. So he riled up all my friends to turn against me and to all not like me and talk to me anymore. The story never got resolved. What happened is two or three days later, the 60 Ashkenazi boys in the grade found who that kid was, pinned him up against the wall and said, you say one word about Joey, we'll kill you. But those boys never really resolved it. The school year ended, ended up going to, we ended up going to high school in different places. Later on, maybe in 10th, 11th, 12th grade, some boys asked me for forgiveness, some never did. And that was the story. And I'll never forget the fact that I realized that one second, all these people that were my friends, I realized that I couldn't trust. 
And I read a book maybe 20 years after that that said you have moments in your life that shape your life. And think about the top five moments that shaped my life. And I realized that that was one of the top five moments that shaped my life. And maybe the reason why I've become so sensitive to students is because I knew what it felt like to feel pain when I was a student. And I knew what it felt like when you had friends that you can't trust. Let me tell you why that event that happened to me in 8th grade was one of the best events that ever happened in my life. I'll tell you why. Because there was one boy on that van, he happened to be not on that van that day, but one friend of mine who said, I don't care what everyone is saying, Joey, I'm your friend, it doesn't matter. I knew when I was down, when I was in trouble, when it wasn't cool to be Joey Haber's friend, that he was my friend. So now, 30-something years later, I know I can trust him. I could not talk to him for six months. I know I can trust him. Because when I was down, he had my back. He happens to be the friend. Anytime in this class I mentioned my friend, my friend, my friend, the guy who lost his daughter when she was five years old, that's the friend I'm talking about. You want to know why that relationship is strong? Not because we were born two days apart, because we went to the same school. No, that wasn't the reason. The reason is because when I was down, I knew he had my back. You want to build a trusting relationship? You have to find the opportunities where people, when someone you care about is really not so popular, and they see you're there for them even then, then we know the relationship is real. You want to build a strong relationship? Find those opportunities. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.